Here we go. Three, two, one. Happy New Happy Year! Year! Should we talk about New Year's resolutions? Oh, absolutely. What are yours? Oh, you know, nothing. Hey, <laughs> me too. Hey, this year I'm going to work out. Oh, wow. yeah? That's so original. <laughs> I know. Uh, hey, guys, it's the new year. It's 2024? Question yeah. mark? I think so. And yeah, it's uh, it's that time of year again where it's the first part of the year again. And so, <laughs> uh, but we're not done talking about 2023. No, no, no. It's, it's it's time for us to take stock, reflect, and <laughs> have, uh, maybe talk about some of the favorite favorite things that we uh, we talked about in the previous year. Have an existential crisis, you know, all the yes, usual absolutely. things. Absolutely, think too much, uh, freak out. <laughs> Wonder, you know, is is fifty two movies a year too many or too few? Too many. That's probably too many. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna go through. We do this every year. Uh, we're gonna go through our top ten of the things that we talked about last year on the show that both CJ and I liked the most on average. Yes, these are our combined score divided by two, so it's still out of ten. For a possible 10 points, but we do not have a single one of those. <laughs> Correct. We cannot agree on anything. No. And we're ignoring <laughs> our guests' decisions uh, on rankings because uh, fuck them. And it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it would ruin the data. It's going to taint it. Of course they're going to rate their thing higher. Yeah, a lot of people bring on stuff that they're like their favorite thing of all time. And so they're going to rate it 10 and we're going to be like... Well, actually, this isn't oh, really good. It kind of sucks. You have bad taste. Oh, yeah. We hate you. But then it ends up in the top 10, and then we're like, well, I guess this is here. That's no fun. Look, no. You guys tune in for our honest, well-informed, <laughs> non-biased ratings of Very opinionated crap that we watch on this show. So This is about us. Deal with it. <laughs> and look, if we're going to be reflective and think about you know evolving our tastes in whatever we're watching... We have to take stock and look at just how we rated things. So, yeah. So let's kick things off. All right, here we go. Starting out with number ten on episode three thirteen. It's a movie that probably <laughs> is probably still too high, even though it's number ten. It's Clifford. Yay! Yay! Uh, this was uh, episode we had Patrick Cotner on. Yes. Wonderful guest. I rated it a seven. You rated it an eight. And that made it into the top 10, believe it or not. I, I think we probably rated a lot of things pretty low this year. If that's yeah. in the top 10. It gives us a combined score of 7.5. Yes. Now, Clifford, of course, stars that one guy that I don't really like that much. Marty. Marty Short. Mar Martin Short. Not doing his normal stick, though. Doing a weird child thing. Playing a child. Even though yeah. he was, I think, in his 30s or 40s at that point. Yeah, at least. Weird movie, but I kind of enjoyed it. I think I actually more enjoyed talking about it, and then it bumped my score up. But um, <laughs> it's a good episode. Go, go check it out if, if you want. That came out in uh, late June of uh, 2023. But yeah, yeah, interesting movie. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised to, to see you give that over a five, I think. I was expecting the worst, knowing your feelings on Martin Short. Well, I mean, it turns out I'm maybe not alone because the Rotten Tomatoes to Manometer score, uh, which is the critic score of Rotten Tomatoes, was 
a lowly 13%. Certified splat. Yeah. Barely even a splat. Like kind of pieces of a, not even a full tomato splat. Just right. like pieces it's, that it's were like left rotten, over. Like seeds that are still on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. But it, a lot of people seem to like it. It's got a 67% on for the audience score. So That's I right. don't know. It seems to be, uh, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you really don't. But Yeah. I Yeah. Very polarizing i could see if if you don't buy into the the shtick of him playing a child you are gonna hate this movie <laughs> but if you're like oh that's kind of a funny idea then you're gonna love this movie i just remember the ending with the dinosaur world thing and that being really cool yeah that was fun the biggest theme park in all of existence from that like shot of it yeah moving on we got we gotta go through these because look there's 10 of them we gotta, lots to get we gotta there. keep moving Next up, coming in at number nine from episode 310, only three episodes earlier, we have oh, such tension. Oh, my God. I have anxiety. Uh, no, it's, it's missing. 2023s, I think, missing, right? It, it's yeah. a new movie. Netflix, I believe. Right. Yeah, we recorded that on June 7th, and uh, I gave that an eight. You gave it a seven, so just reverse of the previous one averaging out to 7.5 again uh, so i guess it's technically tied with with the previous one yeah although i feel like missing well of course i'm gonna say this because i rated it higher but i feel like missing is a better movie than clifford <laughs> but, uh, and i disagree <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah missing was the one that was all shot through electronic devices so it right. was never like a you know actual camera following a character it was like a webcam or a phone or a security camera which was right. a very cool idea. Or like a screen recording of someone's laptop viewing those random things. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it was, it was told in a really cool way. It was a mystery, kind of kept you guessing till the end. Yeah. I really liked it. That was the follow-up to Searching, I think, was the, the previous movie. Did you ever circle back to that? Nope. Okay. Well, recommend it. I mean, Seven's not bad. If you liked uh, Missing, you'd like Searching. I don't think I can recall a single follow-up thing I was supposed to do on any of the show that we've ever done. That's why we have this episode, CJ. It's uh, it's to remind you, you know, going into this next year, the things that you promised to watch in 2023. <laughs> There's no way I made any promises. You said, Ken, on my life, <laughs> I will sit down and watch Searching because I loved, up to a 7 out of 10 ranking, uh, Missing. I have grown throughout the years and I know myself better now as the years have gone by and I know I would never keep any of those promises so I don't make them. All right. I guess there's no way to confirm whether or not that actually happened. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave this an 88% and Very high. the audience score was a 90%. So yeah. this is objectively a better movie than Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree to disagree. All right. Well, let's just move on. Because we didn't have a guest for that episode, so not not a lot to talk about there. But, um, man, you know, within, like, ten episodes, we had a lot in the top ten. Because uh, the next one, coming in at number eight, uh, from episode 319, we have... The Super Mario Brothers movie! New movie. Uh, with Najibati as the guest. One of the best. Yeah. They have to make a sequel to that, right? Oh, I mean, absolutely. They're, of course, going to. They got to um, make like 10 more movies. Yeah, for sure. The next one will be called the new Super Mario <laughs> Brothers movie, right? Yeah, because the video game is just like Super That's Mario 2, right? Video game. 
Oh, well, really? The, video, the original video games, yeah, it's it's like Super Mario Brothers two or Super Mario Brothers World two, but for like the newer yeah 2D on the Switch Mario games, yeah, they call them like the new Super Mario Brothers movie or the new Super Mario Brothers Wii or I don't know. The yeah. naming has gotten so confusing that it's if you want it for Christmas, you're likely to get the wrong gift. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad though that they've taken the stance with Mario Kart that they're just like. We're we're done with eight. We'll just put out new levels for this one mm-hmm. and just commit. Because I don't want to keep buying like a Mario Kart Nine, a Mario Kart Ten. Like that just makes no, it's going to be so the same graphics. Yeah, right. there's no there's no gimmicks anymore. Like you know what it's going to be if you buy a new game. You're just buying it for the new levels or the new characters or whatever. But eight has all of the characters, and now it has almost all of the levels too. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty great. We need to organize another Mario Kart night. Oh, absolutely. There's been a new game, uh, new level since we uh, we played last. Yeah. We got to play those. We got to study up. All right. So, yeah. Surprisingly, the Super Mario Bros. movie, Rotten Tomatoes only gave it a 59%, although the audience score was 95%, so just flip it. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I just remember watching this one and it, it being, like, visually very colorful and cool, especially the Rainbow Road scene. Yeah. Stunning, absolutely. It 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 was a it's a solid movie. I'm surprised by the critics' rating. I don't remember that and wonder why they didn't like it. I mean, you know, the plot's not groundbreaking or yeah, even but, really that good. But it but was it, still a fun movie. Like the plot is the video game. So what do you expect? Like right. they're, they're taking the video game, making it a movie. Maybe think, they were diehard Super Mario Brothers fans and they're like, oh, Chris Pratt. <laughs> 59%. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get that. I don't know. But <laughs> Chris Pratt is locked in now. Do you think he's going to take over the video games, too, for the voices? Oh, or is I, that still going to be that one dude? I hope not. That would be a shame if he that would takes be a over real that shame, role, because it's just a normal voice, pretty much. Yeah, they can't do that. Instagram, for some reason, has been feeding me videos of, like, Mario sound effects, where it's hmm. people discovering how they made, like, the jump noise and stuff. And a lot of it is they, one of them, I think it was the jump noise, is somebody is on a keyboard and he's just kind of playing a scale. So just like notes going from lower to higher. And then they're just compressing it to be super fast. But really it's just like do, 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 do. And then they shorten it so it plays it super fast. So it's drawing? (laughs) Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. That it's, makes sense, I guess. Stuff like I that, mean, I yeah. I never would have thought about slowing that down, but, huh, that's cool. Yeah, I it's been fascinating, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to move on to number seven from episode 304. It is... It's Super Dark Times! Not a newer movie. Uh, well, it's, it's newer, I guess, but New- indie, new-ish. weird indie movie. Uh, With the guest Olivia Cody. One of the most, like, bizarre movies that stuck with me for weeks after watching. (laughs) It's hard to get that one out of my head. Yeah, that one's uh, definitely lives up to his name. It's super dark. It is some dude with a sword. And it's, uh, shit, bad, really bad shit happens. Uh, Yeah. I gave it an eight. You get a 7.4, which is surprising to me that you ranked it so high. Well, it was you, don't, you really like these kind of movies. Not really, but it was it was well done for being like a low lower budget kind of indie flick. 
And it just, yeah, like it was hard to give it anything lower if the movie has such an effect on you after the fact. Like I literally couldn't stop thinking about it for a while. So that deserves some points. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I mean, I'll never look at a a sword the same way again, uh, for sure. Gruesome. I was trying to to remember this one part. (laughs) My favorite part of the episode uh, that we recorded was something that I wrote because I'm so self-indulgent. Um, I I said one of the fake working titles for this movie was The Sword and the Stoner. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Which is accurate. So anyway. But, you know, we're not the only ones who like this. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave us a 90%, and yeah. the audience score was lower, 72. It's kind of in line with what you gave. But yeah, um, for an indie movie, yeah, definitely one of the better ones. Totally. Uh, so props to Olivia for recommending that one. Yeah. She has redeemed herself time and time again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you start so low, you know, it's... it's, it's <laughs> it can only go up. It can only go up. All right. Well, coming in at number six, speaking of going up, this was one of the first movies that we talked about in 2023. It's episode 289, and it is... Shin Hell yeah. Revisited, right? Yes. This is the second time we uh, talked about it. We That's had, right. Um, this is the first time we talked about it, just us, and you were not receptive to it at all. Hated it. And then this time, somehow it ends up in the number six spot for number for 2023. Uh, we had uh, resident Godzilla expert Sam on the show uh, to talk about it. And even though we're excluding his score from the rankings, this still made number six. Yeah, with a 7.75 combined rating because you gave it a 9. Because I gave I, it a 9. That's probably why. Yeah. But you, I, you gave it a 6.5, which is decent. Yeah. that That's a that's a like, oh, this movie's fine. Like, th- I, it was entertaining enough. I think you're coming around. I think next time we watch it on the show, this might be number one or two. No, we are not watching it. No. I don't know. That was a couple it. years. It had its chance. Have you been watching uh, Monarch, that Godzilla I intend show? On, I intend on watching it. Have you? Yes. Is it good? It's pretty good. It's fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. There's a lot going on to keep you entertained. A couple different kind of like coexisting storylines. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. For those that don't know, it's on Apple TV and it's uh, Wyatt Russell, which is Kurt Russell's son. Him and his dad play the same character because the show goes back and forth in time, That's which cool. I think is very cool. Nice. There's a lot of Godzilla news Nowadays, that that movie that came out, uh, Godzilla minus one or something. Yeah, I actually uh, that's I the Japanese one. I got the review from Sam. Uh, I was with him recently, and he he had seen oh. it, and he enjoyed it. He, he says it's uh, it him and uh, Mary went and saw it. They say it's really dark, like dark as in like sad and like super dark times. Dark. Yeah, that kind okay. of dark. Yeah, so cool. But they, I, I've they only seen it. like very positive reviews for it on Letterbox. It's the the ranking scale is like way skewed to the right. It seems like it's pretty positively reviewed. And then coming out in 2024, I believe is going to be Godzilla X Kong or whatever the Godzilla. Oh, and them Kong battling sequel. finally. Didn't they? Yeah. Oh, a sequel. I was like, didn't they do? Because they, they already had Godzilla versus Kong, and now it's going to be Godzilla X Kong where they're fighting together rather than against each other. Okay. (laughs) Do you know who they're fighting? Who's left to like, I don't know. Some other kaiju. Yeah. I'm sure. Okay. I don't know. 
Um, but that that takes place at least in the same cinematic universe as Monarch. So ah, if you watch okay. the show, that would fit within that. The show also can be kind of... The first episode is pretty rough in terms of like, that's also a little dark. I, I'm not going to hmm. spoil anything, but I was like, oh, damn, they're really like showing this stuff, huh? Really setting up trauma. Is it mostly like human drama or do we get a good amount of kaiju stuff too? No, you get a good amount of kaiju for sure. Yeah. Okay. Does it look cool? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sweet. It's well done. All right. Mark me down for watching it. I will make a promise on the show that I will keep and I will watch Mark. <laughs> All right. Coming up next in the number five position, episode 324 from mid-September, we have... Barbie! Yeah, with Gus Julia Sullivan. I gave it an eight. You gave it an eight. Julia gave it an eight. Eights all around <laughs> for the average. Eight. It's an eight. Rotten Tomatoes, 88. Audience score, 83. Oh, Eights all around. Going. I mean, I, you know, this is going to be up there, of course, for 2023. It was one of the most talked about movies in 2023. This is making me think, like, I really don't think I went to the movie theater a ton last year. Mm. It was like Barbie, the Spider, the newest Spider-Verse movie, which is like one of I my still favorite movies. Oh my God, it's so good. It's on Netflix now, I'm pretty it sure. It is, yeah. So, so, so good. But yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, I saw Past Lives in the theater. But that might oh, be it. Nice. I'm really struggling to think of stuff. I probably saw whatever Marvel movie maybe came out last year. Was that the Ant-Man one, maybe? Probably the Quantum Media. Thing. Yeah, I, still I went watch and that either. saw that by myself in theaters. It's fine. Did you see the Marvels? No, I've not seen the Marvels okay. yet. That one I'm probably going to wait to Gosh, hit too, up on streaming. Too much, but look, we'll talk about that in the next Marvels episode that we do. Um, yeah, that one's also getting pretty bad reviews or has gotten bad reviews. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, so. Apparently Quantum Media didn't get Yeah, also got bad reviews. Either, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Barbie... You know, I was I was Ken for Halloween because obviously, and uh, yeah. Did you ever see? So that was part of the Barbenheimer double feature. Did you ever watch Oppenheimer? I did. Did you? Before I say no. what I thought, okay. No. <laughs> you go ahead. It's okay. It's. I mean, don't spoil it. But no, I won't spoil. It. It's long, and you feel it. At least I did. Okay. You get to at least again. This is my opinion. It got to a point in the movie. Where then I was like, holy crap, there's still like 40 more minutes of the movie. What the fuck are they going to talk about for 40 minutes? Yeah, so I was really feeling it towards the end of it. I think overall it was fine. I don't don't really understand the big buzz around it or anything. Yeah. I think, you know, for me, I think the big draw, not having seen Oppenheimer, but I think the big draw was just the fact that there was like a promotional like double feature thing happening. Like you don't get that very often with movies nowadays. I mean, especially post pandemic, but even before then, um, I think that's just fun. And I think that studios or just movies in general should promote that way where it's like, Hey, it's, it's two relatively larger movies. They're coming out together, make it a double feature. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah, you're right that that probably helped them a ton. Yeah. Um, just getting sort of lucky with that or something. I also assume, like, I, I like Christopher Nolan movies, so I, I will continue to, like, watch anything he does. 
Mm-hmm. I did watch it with headphones so that the sound mixing wasn't as big of an issue. Okay. <laughs> Probably would recommend that because uh, there are parts that get basically no sound and then they hit you with really loud sound. And so mm-hmm. it's more tolerable if you're wearing headphones versus like a stereo system. But okay. yeah, see it because, yeah, I don't know. I'd be curious to hear what you think about that. Yeah, uh, that, that's definitely on my list. I will, I, no promises on when I will watch it, but I will watch yeah, it at some point. Yeah, gotta carve out a solid three hours. Yeah, I, you know, I almost feel like Oppenheimer wouldn't, we wouldn't be talking about it right now if it weren't for Barbenheimer. Like, it's one of those that, like, was cool when it came out, but, like, might not quite have the same staying power yeah. in terms of, like, the zeitgeist as Barbie. yeah. You know? I definitely out of the two, I would gladly rewatch Barbie. I'm never gonna mm-hmm. watch Oppenheimer again. Right. Yeah. Barbie's All right. Fine. We gotta move on. Before the show, we were saying like, hey, if we talk about each one for five minutes, that's fifty minutes. And I was like, I don't know if we're gonna do that. But then, of course, here we are, twenty five minutes in. So we gotta move on to number four. We have episode two ninety nine for mid March. It is. Chainsaw Man with Gus Danny. I gave it an eight. You gave it a nine. And Danny gave it a six, even though he brought it on. I don't know what happened there. I think he chose it before he watched it. I think he'd watched like one episode. <laughs> oh, it was an excuse to watch it probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, combined rating for us two, though, 8.5. So yeah, comes in the number four spot. Ron Tomatoes gave the series in 97% audience score, 89%. Yeah. So that's pretty damn good. Really well liked. I can't wait for the second season. I was telling people about the show the other day and just saying that like at the end of certain episodes, I literally was like, how how are there more episodes? What's happening? I, like it just keeps escalating mm-hmm. and escalating after every single one to the point. Yeah. Where I was literally like, how is the show still going on? What's going on here? <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> what is yeah. What? <laughs> It really just tops itself. And for those who don't know who may not have listened to the episode, it's an anime uh, called Chainsaw Man. But ultra-violent, but also really interesting story. Yeah. Yeah, like CJ said, keeps one-upping itself through each episode. And decently, I would say decently funny. There's there's some characters that are a lot of fun and have some jokes and stuff. Or their personalities are just kind of funny in general. Yeah, especially if you've watched anime before and you kind of get the tropes a little bit but uh it's good yeah definitely Very entertaining. worth a watch all right we're gonna move on to number three uh episode 307 mid-may it is D dungeons and dragons honor among thieves i gave it an 8.5 you gave it a nine average of 8.75 Pretty i good. really had a, a lot of fun with this it was for sure comedic i think that's why i liked it so much it was uh it was fun it wasn't i think i think we as a maybe a movie culture is finally moving away from just setting the stakes lots of build up and then one big boss fight at the end mm-hmm. where now we're sort of getting like little mini altercations to still kind of leading up to a big boss fight but it's at least like action packed along the way you're not just like, all right, they're on a quest. We just have to wait for an hour and a half until they get to the boss, and then they fight him, and the movie's over. 
Well, I, I think I think it definitely helps that I mean that's kind of how D and D works, right? Like you, yeah. you know, have little little battles with you know maybe lesser uh, creatures or or enemies, and then maybe some larger ones, and then a big one. But you still have other things going on too. I think it did a good job of representing D and D in a in a movie. Uh, totally. Some, as someone who still plays D and D, it uh, makes sense. I, I don't know. It, it was it was good. I I think they said they they were going to make a sequel. I hope so. Who knows if that'll still be the case, but I think it's totally ripe for a sequel. And if not, I mean, they could even do it with different characters. I, I think this is something that they should at least continue to try to extend because there's so much you can do with, with Dun- the Dr- Dungeons & Dragons IP. And it was really well received. I mean, in 91% for Rotten Tomatoes, 93% for audience score. So I think with those kind of numbers, you're probably going to get a sequel. Fingers crossed. Plus, we got our girl Letty, you know. She <laughs> was it. in it. That's right. Letty from Fast and Furious is in it, playing Hashtag a complete justice badass. For Letty. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, she got justice in this, I'll tell you what. Absolutely. Look, it wasn't going to be a top 10 without us talking about at least one Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> uh, which, oh, yeah. You know, interesting. Notice that none of them made that. <laughs> well, that brings us to our number two movie. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, somehow, none of the Fast and Furious movies made it into the top ten. Not even the offshoot, uh, Citizen Kane, made it on the list. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. Fast X came close, I will say, but not quite Yeah, it's probably like number 17 or something. Yeah, it got a combined score of 7.25, so it just needed another .25 to make it up to the top ten. Gee, which score dragged it down? (laughs) Huh, Huh. weird. Uh, I don't have that here. Anyway... (laughs) I mean, it wasn't Steve. I mean, yeah, he typically was those tens. Steve. Surprisingly, it wasn't me. That's crazy. Well, anyway, we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> Weird. That, that is actually, I am actually, I have to re-listen to that episode on why you didn't give it a higher score. I might have to give that, an, I think on the episode I said I would watch it again at some point, mm-hmm. and I probably will, but I'll probably save it until part two comes out, or Fast yeah. 11, and then I'll watch Fast X again and then immediately try to like watch the new one the next day or something like that. Maybe that'll I think we need to change it. Yeah. yeah. I hope they release it again and do like a double feature in the theaters. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be good. I would yeah. I would dedicate a whole day to that. Spend a Saturday just watching the, the first one and then immediately Absolutely. into the next one. Well, why not all of them? Just make it a weekend. <laughs> How many hours would that be? <laughs> Ten movies times two twenty hours at least, probably. At least. I mean, if you throw in all the extra little shorts and yeah. bad indie movies that fit in the, I don't know. All right. Would we, uh, if we were to do a marathon of it, would we watch it in release order or chronological order? Chronological would be fun. I'm currently listening to a podcast where they're, they're, they decided they've, neither one of the hosts has ever seen any of the movies before hmm. and they have decided to go backwards but they are oh no they are watching the ninth one nine times the eighth one eight times etc etc et and and going backwards how do you have so, that how way. do you have enough time to do that it's it's every week they watch one of them and then put out an episode and they've slowly been making and their then way they, so they talk about it every week for for nine times for the ninth one yeah oh my god so the I think the whole show is going to take them about a year or close to a year to get through yeah. all of it. Yeah. That's it's been awesome. very I, funny. I assume Steve's on that one too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. 
they're very confused by the timeline stuff. They just hit Tokyo Drift. I, I listened to an episode this morning, and they're like, wait, what? So Han, that's where Han is introduced, and what's happening? Yeah, I, I can't imagine coming into Tokyo Drift after having seen everything prior, because did, would they even remember the like main dude from this movie being in like 9 and 10? Kind Probably of. not. <laughs> but kind barely, of yeah. I mean, I guess you watch it nine times and maybe it gets drilled into yeah. your head. They're like, oh yeah, this guy's in this movie. <laughs> the podcast is, I'll, I'll, I'll name it and recommend them because I, I love both the comedians. It is, is aptly titled The Worst Idea of All Time. That's the name <laughs> of the podcast. Have they only done Fast and the Furious movies or have they done this with their series too? It's a new movie each year. So they, they choose okay. like a new, the movie or the podcast started by them watching Grown Ups 2 every week for an entire year. <laughs> yeah which as you can that, see probably the worst idea of all time yeah well i mean is this like a bigger podcast like do they have advertisers and stuff uh they have advertisers yeah it's these two like, uh new zealand comedians who the hell is going to listen to that a every, lot of, did uh, you listen you to the, every single one of those CD? Not, no no no, no. I, did not, I i got on board uh <laughs> later in life especially when i heard they were doing the fast and furious franchise i was yeah. like oh i'm definitely listening to this that's kind of cool. I, I actually I might check out one or two of those. At least, especially the Fast and Furious three, because there's only three episodes of those. Yeah, that's fun. That's awesome. All right, good rec. Well, coming into our next recommendation, it's the number two spot from episode three seventeen. It is. Say it with me, CJ. Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent, brother Eric. I gave it a nine. You gave it a full ten for an yep. average of nine point five, which is actually a tie for first place. Yeah, uh, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, but yeah, Wayne's World, obviously a classic. Classic. It's the best. Party time. Excellent. What more do you need? I, I don't know what else to say. Honestly, I mean, it's Wayne's World. It's Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventy-nine. Audience score of eighty-four. It's a classic. I think we were all genuinely pleasantly surprised too that like an older movie mm-hmm. held up so well that there wasn't a ton of inappropriate jokes that may not yeah have passed this day and age. They they I seem to yeah. avoid almost all of that for the most part. I'm trying yeah, to think of any exactly. of that. Yeah, yeah it, it's definitely you know even though it was made back in the day, it, it still definitely holds up today in terms of both what's appropriate and the comedy too, I think is really funny as well. Still. Yeah. That also, um, gave us our most viewed TikTok video, which is when my brother started talking about SpongeBob behind closed doors, <laughs> which for those of you, if look you don't remember, up. look it up, <laughs> give it a Google, SpongeBob not at work. Stuff. Yeah, definitely not at work. Uh, I can, you know, that's something to reflect on this year. CJ, you've definitely taken the reins on this, but, We've we've entered the TikTok era. That's right. Um, dab 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 dab. <laughs> um, and no cap, we're rocking it. Oh boy! <laughs> but you can follow us at Over Talking Pod, the same username on all the socials. Yes. Go give us some likes. All right, and the movie that got the most likes out of the Excel sorting that happened here, even though it's the same sort as number two, it is. Episode uh, 298, which is another number, 1917, with guest Ryan Holtman. 
That was, uh, I think, a genuine surprise from me. I, I, mm-hmm. I had no idea really what. To, I was like, oh, okay, a war movie. It'll probably be entertaining. They'll be fighting and and guns and explosions and stuff. But mm-hmm. man, I think what really put it over the edge for this, and I, I think I speak for both of us, is like the cinematography, the the fact that it was more or less in one continuous shot was mm-hmm. extremely cool. I know in reality that's not how it works, but it's it just presented that way though. Yeah, yeah. But it was presented that way, which was awesome. They even yeah. left in the part where the guy trips and he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. It's believable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I honestly don't usually seek out war movies, although when I sit down to watch one, it's usually a really good one and I actually really enjoy it. Um, and this is definitely one of them. I mean, the only one that comes to mind is Dunkirk. See, I was gonna. I was just about to say, I still have not seen Dunkirk because those are okay. usually the ones I don't typically seek out in my free time. And because mm-hmm. for Dunkirk, I was hearing from friends that some of them were having like a full blown panic attack at the movie theater because it was just too <laughs> intense of like really? explosions and a lot going on. Huh. I don't remember that. I mean, I remember it being intense, but not to the point of that. But it. I remember that being very good, um, probably more intense than 1917, although I don't believe that was all in one shot like this was. No, um, I don't think so. But yeah, the, the added really cool stitched together presentation of it being one continuous journey for this character was really surprising and, and good and uh, enjoyable, I think, for both of us. Just an all around good time with one of our favorite guests. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, all of our guests are our favorite. We love them all. Uh, you know, we didn't have any repeats for guests in the top 10, so, you know, pretty decent spread uh, yeah. for recommendations this year. And uh, I think uh, if you if you pick any of these to watch in 2024, you're going to have a good time, except for maybe Clifford. <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> if you're the right person, you will have a good time with Clifford. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you can also watch it for free on YouTube, like with with some ads, but easy to find. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's our top 10 for 2023. Siege, looking forward to a new year, 2024. Man. What do we got planned? No, the, the usual. Nothing yet, but with more to come. <laughs> you know, we got another episode next week where we will be mm-hmm. watching something. Insert movie here. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be good. Tune in. Look, if you guys like us, where can you find us? CJ, you can follow us on all the things, especially TikTok at over talking pod. Give us a follow there on Instagram. We're posting videos. Uh, we're now recording all of our zoom sessions. So you get to see us live and in person, but not live because it's recorded and I edit it, but you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, they can call our Texas at USA can't one five nine one. Uh, please do that. You know, let us know your New Year's resolutions. Mine's to get to work out. To get fucking <laughs> jacked. Yeah. Huh. Every year, dude. Every year. Let's get jacked, stay jacked, you know. Just like yeah, same same for me, but like just go on more walks. I'm I'm trying to really That's do that good. in the winter months is to remind myself that like, hey, it's bad for you if you stay indoors for more than a day at a time and don't leave your place. I think that was your news resolution for the past two years as well, but I don't think there's any problem with that because that's something good to continue to remind yourself to to do. So good for my mental health. Oh no, they're here. Ah, it's uh, it's the overtalking overlords. 
Hey, what's um, what's your new New Year's resolution? Hmm. Just, just glowering at me. I don't know what that means. Oh, they're they're making the running motions. So oh, also can, to work. Can out. try to go on more runs. I, I thought it was they were gonna say that their goal is to increase their rent. They don't typically talk to me like using words unless they're on the show. So I don't know. Yeah. I oh they're running at me now. I th- okay, oh, okay okay. <laughs> uh, they're here to remind me to remind you if you like the show. Please go on Apple Podcasts and rate and review on Spotify. You can rate as well. Please do that. That help, helps people find the podcast. Also, we spend enough money in advertising. Uh, so if you like to tell, please tell a friend and spread the word. And you know what? Just buy some Magic Mind too. Why not? Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I think we're going to uh, get another angry email from Hector Wayne Knight at overtalkingpod.gmail.com because the Fast and Furious didn't make the top 10. Probably. Well, I'm surprised they didn't say anything about the Jurassic Park movie that yeah. he did. He's a busy guy. I don't blame him. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. But listen, if you're actor Wayne Knight, please <laughs> write us in. Let us know you're doing okay. Uh, I don't know if you're still actively working on anything, but let us know. He's on Cameo. He's on Cameo. Great. How do you know that? <laughs> I know things. Okay. I think somebody told me, actually, that listened to, listens to the show. We're like, you know he's on Cameo, right? It's very specific. It's a specific piece of knowledge. Yeah. Everybody's on Cameo. Should we be on Cameo? Maybe we should be on Cameo. Look, if you <laughs> want to find fun. us on Cameo, let us know. Call or text in at USA Cat 1591. Uh, it's in the show notes if you don't know how to spell out the, the letters on your phone. Yeah. Uh, just the, There should be a literal clickable link in the show notes if yeah, you want to. Yeah, I get that that's not really us. a thing anymore, that it yeah. shows letters next to the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so old. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ, edited by CJ. This week was just the boys. Music by Justin Peters, logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. Happy New Year, everybody.